0: Today on Talk About That, John tries to impress the eye doctor and offers to coach me on frisbee technique. Meanwhile, I have two wolves inside of me, and I'm probably feeding them both Taco Bell. Also a conversation about feeling ghosted and our human need for affirmation. Today's episode is not sponsored by Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family, which means you're probably here against your will. Have some bread.
1: What's up, podcast listener? I'm John. This is Johnny. It's another episode of talk about that.
0: We're doing it again.
1: The podcast for extemporaneous, extemporaneous conversation, Johnny.
0: Double extemporaneous? Uh, <laughs> easy for you? Were to you say afraid that? to <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it in post. We took a week off. We did, and that's
1: my fault. You're fogged this time. up, first of all. I know. I got. It, What's we, going on? We just turned the air off in here. Your in glasses record, are fogged up. And my glasses fogged up immediately. <laughs> first
0: of all, I want an explanation about the glasses. Now you the the debut of the glasses is happening, and you're fogged. You need to fix this. <laughs> it's a, it's so, it's not working. It like for any of, of us,
1: all of a sudden at 43,
0: <sighs> it's not all of a sudden. It's just you decided to get it looked at. Well, you your know, eyesight's probably been.
1: This really is – this is going to make it into a sermon, there's no doubt, or a book.
0: (laughs) It has to because it's about vision. It's so great. Like,
1: I have great vision. Always have. Always have. Like, my long distance is unbelievable. Like, I can – you know.
0: You can see exactly where you hit the golf ball. Like,
1: I'm right now – I'm looking – It's in
0: that shrub over there.
1: I can see the Hubble Space Telescope from here, myself.
0: You see the Hubble in the Hubble sees – And I can look
1: into the viewfinder of it and see Mars. So it's crazy. But I was like – Basically unable. I wasn't unable to do anything, Johnny. It wasn't an inability. Oh, okay, you know, it wasn't. But my wife one day goes, "Hey," because Sadie to bring me the phone has been like really close up when she hands it to me. I'm like, "Ooh," and I have to kind of push it back. And so I basically decided. That sounds like she
0: has personal space issues more than. She just jams a phone in your face. Well,
1: that's kind of a it's kind of a kid thing. Come on, you like, Look, me. Dad, but <clears throat> and so and excuse me, I'll explain that cough here in a minute too.
0: And <laughs> you're falling apart over here.
1: Yeah, I really am. And so basically, Laura one day hands me just a, a pair of her readers. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the phone's like super clear. I was like, oh, and so this is possible. What I did not realize is, is possibly I I needed some correction because I was yeah. very used to the blurry Johnny. Hmm.
0: Won't that preach?
1: In fact, now, and so I went to the doctor, they said, yeah, you, they, 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 they confirmed what I knew to be true, mm-hmm. that my long distance vision is perfect. Like they were like, you ever like try to, sh- you, I don't know if you do this, this one's weird things. Like I try to show off at the eye doctor, like, hey, could, <laughs> could you read this line? And I'm like, uh, sure. You want me to read the one below it? And then the one below that. Yeah. And so. And I they're, mean,
0: they're like, like, there is no line below <laughs> it. Just making, you just making, you're on mushrooms. <laughs> so, I was just like is this like one of those magic eye thing? I see a rooster. <laughs> no, it's not, sir.
1: I'm doing the ink blot test. <laughs> sir,
0: this is a Hardee's. <laughs> I need you to get out of my lobby.
1: <laughs> like, I, I see my dad. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, yeah. So at any rate, I'm fogging up again. It's just so hot in here. Just take them it's off. You so don't hot. need them. What do you need no, them in here I really for? Do. I, I could I see the computer. And believe it or not, I'm switching the camera. Like, it just helps so much.
0: <laughs> this is going to be unbelievable so, on, the, on the video you know shots. Know, you can't bit. see
1: the fog in the shot. Yeah, if I'm you sure you can. If you weren't calling it out, they wouldn't know. So it, at any rate, <laughs> I have a slight astigmatism in one eye. Very slight. Yeah. But basically, I just need like a reader correction. It's a plus one. So it's like the lowest one you can get. Uh, I get
0: that sometimes when I go to parties. They'll give me a plus one.
1: Where they,
0: <laughs> yeah. the lowest, so one like, you, you can, can get. come and you can, yeah. Well, I don't
1: know what the equivalent is. It means
0: you can bring a guest along for your disability <laughs> of your eye disability. I don't want to call it a disability. That feels, sure, no, feels I, a little harsh.
1: I, I think that's not giving credit to people. You're with differently real abled. I would just say, apparently, when you reach 40, all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, and, and like I told you this morning, we went to eat breakfast, yeah, and I was like, I need to get my glasses. Mm-hmm. It's not that I can't read this menu. It's now that I'm used to seeing more clearly. Yeah. Things actually look blurry. When before.
0: I'm telling you that well. It's straight crazy. Up.
1: Yeah. Sometimes guys. Yeah. You don't realize how blurry it's become. I'll you're go. So you, used to I'll it. go.
0: You one uh, weirder than that. This is uh, maybe I've told you this story before, but my one of my best friend growing up, Brent Mathis. So we played ball at my house weekends on end. I mean, and Brent is a good ball player, Yeah, but he's a little guy. And uh, I mean, I was always like six, three or whatever. And he's like normal height. So he's not little, but he's famous for like, he doesn't give up layups. Like he grew up like a fan of the bad boy Pistons. Right. So he'll just haul, if you have a layup, breakaway lip, he'll just shove you into the goalpost. <laughs> You're not getting a freebie on he's him. He's like a tiny
1: Bill Lambere. So we
0: would do it back. We would just like no freebies and we would just shove each other into the pole uh, all the time. And so he had glasses as long as I knew him was from like, sixth grade on we were best friends from sixth grade on and so he uh we're playing ball one time and i push him into the pole and his glasses fall off and break i think he landed on him or something happened wow so he's got to go back to the eye doctor now to get new glasses and his vision had gotten better
1: no, so yeah well, i don't know well.
0: if it was like they had gradually been getting better anyway <laughs> Or if the shove, I take credit, the shove into the pole you fix jarred something and he just didn't have glasses Did after that. Did he
1: thank you for it? No.
0: And he shoved me into the pole the next time he could, too. But, you know, <laughs> that's childhood. That's just, that's what you do. But anyway, I remember one of the. I fixed a man's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: can you say? I performed a miracle. You know, I remember we were, we played a lot of basketball growing up, too. And my friends were, were pretty goofy. And like, I know a couple of my friends listen to the podcast. I remember one of my friends, he would, he, he would do something just kind of like out of the blue crazy. You know, he's one of I have friends like that today. Just do something you're really not expecting. And so we got, I don't know, there was a, it was, you know, a dead ball or we're going to imbalance it or something. And we were arguing over the call or something, you know? Yeah. And to be funny, we were standing about as far away from me as you. And he's a pretty strong guy. He just chest passed the ball into my face.
0: Ah, oh, like he wasn't not, mad
1: really he just like released it straight yeah boom you know and it caused me because i'm not a very violent guy
0: oh, yeah but that's your nose that's your whole
1: it sets you off like if right. you have you're that, already
0: intense you're playing sports i
1: think they had to come grab me but he would have probably destroyed me he was yeah. he was a stronger we
0: well, never know when you get you get somebody mad you see what's in there the beast comes out right uh, that's
1: that's what they say, but, but then
0: his beast comes out, and his beast has been working out probably, and your the, beast has been eating <laughs> Twinkies.
1: <laughs> well, Dana and I, had that John, John,
0: there's two wolves inside of you, right? Um, and which
1: one has the bigger Twinkie? Yeah, is that you feed them? Is the one?
0: It's an old Native American thing. I don't know the whole story, but it definitely involves Twinkies. It
1: absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how how much of a how much of American evangelicalism for us growing up, especially in youth ministry, was about the two? Yeah. The two beasts inside, which
0: one do you It's feel? true. It's kind of a, yeah, we've ad- we adapted that, whatever, that, uh, whatever metaphor. I don't want to say mythology, but it's like a metaphor of like, you know, you're going to feed your spirit, man. You're going to feed your flesh. You can't feed them both at the same time. I think that's one of the things that kind of births that thing of, we talked about that before, of being in a worship service and you feel good, right. but you feel bad for feeling good. You're like, okay, I'm in a spiritual setting and I feel good. But now I'm supposed to feel bad for feeling good because I'm – am I feeding my flesh with this worship service? Oh, wow. So that, mytholo- that weird metaphor causes like all these weird hangups that we shouldn't have probably.
1: Yeah, you know, the ancients always had this – at least the ancients in Western society always had this tension between whether pleasure or whether discipline – was the true, like, goal, end goal of the state of being, of whatever enlightenment, whether Uh it be religion or Right, complete control
0: over yourself is nirvana. It's the the thing that you should strive for in Eastern religion in some ways. (coughs) Like, in Buddhism, it's a lot of that. It's about, like, am I centered, am I in control of my desires?
1: And I always, like, that's that interesting. I even have people today, pastorally, who come to me like, there's a lot of confusion over the fruit of self-control. Yeah, because it sounds very counterintuitive when you say it. Like we're in this whole place of guys, you can't fix yourself, you can't save yourself, you know. Yeah, you don't have the power to e- heal yourself. Uh, you need you need an outside. And by the way, the fruit of the spirit though in your life is going to be self Self-control. control. Huh. So it's like this. I think it's like this. You know, realizing and there's uh, that book that I that comes out this fall with uh, Beth and Jeff McCord is so good. It's called More Than Your Number. It's on now Amazon pre-sale mm-hmm. So, whether you're, in if, if you're not an Enneagram person, Johnny, this is the book for you.
0: What if this doesn't do as well on the charts and they have to be confronted with the fact that they haven't got to the number that they wanted on the charts and they have to go, like, we're more than our number, though? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a weird, like, lesson that they have to, you hope they don't to learn that lesson because you're be, like, I want like to be, you want to be number one. I can, but you want to, from that number one spot, go, but guys, everybody below me, I just want you to know, you're more than a number. <laughs> I know it's about Enneagram, but well, it's maybe of, it's about other things, too. It is. Uh, it it For me, it's the scale. It's always like, if I step on a scale, which I don't weigh myself as often anymore, but if I step on the scale, it can control how I feel about my whole day. That number brands you for that whole day. Oh, yeah. You go, I'm that. I'm that for today. Until I weigh again and I've come down from that number, I'm that number. And if you feel good or bad and you just live in that weird, so... I need this book. I guess. Yeah. Well, give me a copy.
1: Yeah. Why don't Why don't you go buy one? I don't want to do. That. I've seen how well you do. Uh, <laughs> yes. so I think, yeah. I think you know. Um, now it's about though that that idea that um, you can't you can't just sum yourself up so easily, mm-hmm. and you can't sum other people up. That again, that's the greatest. I think sort of resistance to enneagram. Yeah. Wisdom. People don't that want to I be hear. boiled down. Right. And when you go, "Oh, that's not at all what this does." I told someone this week like, "Those kinds of things didn't box me in, they actually let me out of the box in mm-hmm. that I now don't um, I I think the biggest thing is I don't self selfishly think that every situation and the people who are reacting in the way they are, I don't make the assumption anymore that they're doing so through the same lens of seeing the world that I have. Yeah. Because when you do that, you know, and, and I think that's right. a big, big thing. When when you do this this thing of... Uh,
0: that makes sense. Because you go, I wouldn't do it this way. So when somebody does it this way, you go, this has to be out of malice.
1: Right. Right. There's an assumption that it must be some... Instead insidious- of being like, oh, they
0: see, they're seeing things I don't see, or they have a different issue that I don't have, or whatever it is. Right. Or I have an issue that keeps me from doing it their way.
1: Or they may be doing a thing that we both agree we shouldn't do, but it may not be for the same motivations. Like if I did that, it would be because it was insidious. It would be because yeah. I was I was angry. It would be that yeah. there was acrimony that needed to be resolved. Wow. Uh, for them, it may be a security thing or a safety thing. It may mm-hmm. be. I, I found a lot of a lot of people. What they're really doing is they're hiding and isolating. Yeah, which to me feels like insult. So I don't hide and isolate when there's a problem. I I need resolution. So I reach out and I communicate. Yeah, yeah. And so I assume when you're hiding and isolating, I'm not hearing from you. Mm -hmm. You must be trying to disconnect.
0: Yeah, that's a big one with me. I have a hard time with that because there are people who just get so busy. I think when I first started working with other comedians who were uh, super busy and they worked all the time, I had – somebody said something to me one time about uh, my buddy Michael Jr. They kind of said – well, he's hopeless now. And they didn't mean it bad. They just mean he's out of control of his schedule. So yeah. you, can't get, you can't be upset with him and think he's ghosted you. He's just got 100 texts to return.
1: Right.
0: And I, it was like, I'd never really confronted with that. I was always like, well, why doesn't this person? And you just go, oh, they may have a whole other thing going on. And like you said, you have to confront it with your own biases in there. And be like, well, I, would, I know when I see – because it bugs me when I see a one – if I see a one on text, even if I know who that text is and I go, I'm going to get back to that person, I have to at least clear it. Yeah. I don't like it. So when I see somebody that has like, not just inbox zero, but they have inbox one One million and I'm going, you flaked out on your whole life. (laughs) Right. What are you doing? It gives me stress, but there's just people who you have to, yeah, you have to see it from their perspective a little bit and be like, everybody doesn't, doesn't handle things the same way. And, but yeah, you're right. Ghosting, feeling ghosted, Versus actually being ghosted is all about perspective and perception. well uh,
1: and again, if you don't blow it up usually I just blow it up, yeah, and now, when I actually have the conversation with them, it's usually way more nuanced yeah, yeah. or at least in their mind it is well no i did, I didn't know i i you know it wasn't what I thought it was uh-huh. in a worst case scenario, and I think one a great rule in life that I try to live by now is is instead of just assuming yeah that something must be about me and it's wrong, right, and sometimes it is. I now live, I have to teach myself, almost like coach myself, like, hey, when in doubt, there's a good chance this has very little to do with you. Mm-hmm. And that...
0: Well, yeah, and you think about yourself, you go, well, I, my life is mostly about myself. So in this idea, of like you make yourself the center of someone else's experience, it's hardly ever correct. Right. You know, people think about, they're usually thinking about themselves and their family or whatever. They're not sitting around thinking about you.
1: What mean your I dumb
0: text, John. <laughs> They'll get back to you. This What this says to me is, like, if you're listening to this show and you're one of those people that John sends a text to, just know, if you don't text him right back, he's going to freak out. I, he's he Even if he doesn't respond to you in that way, <laughs> he's churning. He inside, is, I'm... Oh, my gosh.
1: Now I will released say, the Kraken. I, I will say, and he knows who he is. I have a friend. He sent me an important text. Uh-huh. And it was... And he's gonna, they're going to laugh so hard. And it was a little corrective. Okay. Okay. And it took me a second. I Got a little
0: holy rebuke in there.
1: Well, I mean, this is the community. This is what it is. Yeah. And so I thought through what the text said, and I agreed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that was a mistake. And so I immediately called him. Mm -hmm. He didn't answer. Okay. So then
0: I... So I follow up on the rebuke right. and got ghosted. Now got the ghosted. rebuke is – it's like doubling down on the rebuke
1: right? And in and your it, mind. And it got, it got worse because then I took action to make right the thing, uh-huh. and he was included also in that action, and mm-hmm. I never got – and people responded to that action, and he never responded. Yeah. And so then the next morning, I call him again, and I don't catch him again. And here's the thing. I've grown a whole lot, but it's now been like 12 hours since. And it was a kind rebuke. It wasn't a bad rebuke. It's been 12 hours since there was something worth me making right with people that Mm -hmm. it was pointed out. And I've not talked to the source, you know? And so then only with a close friend when I do this, I just send a text like, hey, are you mad at me or something? Mm -hmm. Like Because at that point, this is where John Driver – like that's where – so it's not – I've grown, but I still – I need some level of communication.
0: I think that's pretty normal.
1: And he called – Immediately, they're like, what are you talking about? You know, I was like, dude, you know, I was like, one, you sent me an important thing I need to do via text, which is also, yeah. you did it right, but texts are not the best way for me to get that information usually, I need you know. And then number two, uh, you, I haven't heard from you. It was totally circumstantial. So the the rule, like mm-hmm. the rule actually still rang true. It had nothing to do with anything wrong with me or him. Yeah. It was all circumstantial, but I think I still require probably more communication than the average.
0: You need to be human. coddled. We get it. John. Right,
1: right. I need to. Uh, I need uh, people to affirm. Uh, actually, I don't need as much affirmation anymore. I don't think I think I've gotten so much from my wife over the years, especially. And that's kind of offset the lack of affirmation that I get from you.
0: So I need I'm, listen. I, I've asked her over the years. Hey, you're take be- up some of this slack. I need you to carry the load over here because it's getting – John's a little needy. Well,
1: I thought you were going to say, because I've been tearing him down pretty hard. <laughs> somebody probably ought to build him back up a little well, bit. Well, another
0: thing to say about working out, like that's why you don't work out two days in a row because if you work out – like uh, somebody explained to me it's like a bottle. This is an old like workout thing, so it may not even be true anymore physiologically, but this is the example that I was given that made sense to me is you're making these microscopic tears uh-huh. in the muscles – when you lift heavy weights right. and then you need that recovery period because the muscles fill up with like water. But this guy described it to me as like a bottle that you break and then it come, builds back stronger. Almost like your collarbone they say builds yep. back stronger, calcifies or whatever. And But if you go this, the second day, you're just breaking the pieces. And that made sense to me. That's so Because I, I was like, I'm going to get big and I was going every day when I first started working out like right. years and years ago. So I was going every day and they go, you, you're not going to get the the results you want. Wow. You're, you're you're breaking the microscopic tears that need time to heal. So that's what it is. This is me <laughs> breaking you. And then we take a week off. Right. And in that week off, Laura goes, it's okay. She puts salve healing uh, right. balm. She
1: puts it kind of back together a little bit. A little bit. Right.
0: And you come back a little stronger, and then I go, not so uh, fast. Not so fast, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I appreciate yeah. you taking the time. hmm to think about so what's the what's the like end result like am i what am i supposed to be what's the what's the metaphorical equivalent of the muscle build here
0: well that's the problem we don't do this often enough for you to get any net result from it because it's (laughs) just once a week so it'd be like you're working out once a week right um that's that's pretty you're kind of you don't go backwards okay but you're spinning your wheels
1: uh, actually, tracks with my
0: actual workouts too. Spinning wheels would be a great name for a podcast, actually. Spinning, but wheel. then it would sound like people would think it was about, about like cars. auto repair, yeah, or whatever. Right? But or like racing. It's a NASCAR podcast, right? Hard left. I don't know what you. <laughs> that would be like a racing podcast that was also like about liberal theology or whatever. <laughs> Hard left. <laughs> anyway that's great. Uh, uh look for that on wherever you find find po- i'm sure there's already one absolutely there's a hundred million podcasts so that's probably already exists i was thinking when you said acrimony earlier that's a 50 cent word you've not used in a lot and and as far as i can tell on our podcast don't you think it's interesting that it sort of rhymes with matrimony <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> like well i find there is a lot of acrimony in matrimony that's what i'm saying like of- that
0: needs that's a book right there you know uh Make sure you're not in holy acrimony. <laughs> <You know? laughs> holy matrimony versus holy acrimony.
1: I like. well, I mean, fifty cent words are. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think that we we need to continually. You're so you're, as a culture, I see
0: you in the shot, and you're so foggy. It's amazing. Gosh, maybe I can. <sighs> is it because there's no? Is is it like it's like there goggles on you? I, is there's no airflow between your eye and the lens? Are just, your eyes emitting heat?
1: I, I will just I will just say this. <laughs> My legs are pouring sweat right now. Like, it is so hot, listener. In fact, this may be a short episode. But here's the I don't thing. know how much longer I can survive. But here's
0: the thing. I'm not that hot. I don't know what's I'm happening. I'm the bigger guy of the two of us. I told, what is going on? I, t- I told you before. Oh, you've been sick, so this is probably... Well, this I is am the steroids on steroids. I'm on the, steroids. Yeah. Uh, and anabolic steroids.
1: Uh, right. I'm, John, on double steroids. And I... I, my headphones are bigger than yours and kind of cover my whole head. I wonder if they. I don't know. But I'm telling you, like, look, you can look. I'm, I'm glistening and not in the good way right now, uh, and I don't know how. Because yeah, you're the guy. We're gonna have to probably cut this one a little bit short because I'm John's
0: in a sauna. I'm like
1: melting into oblivion over here. I don't know.
0: I feel like we got what we need.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Can we survive another fifteen minutes? That's the question.
0: Yeah, that's we can do it. I believe in it. Um, I'm gonna
1: take the glasses off though, because I'll just blur. It. I
0: don't want. I don't want to make you self conscious. No, they're they're foggy more than I already have. I'm gonna go ahead and like
1: woo, but I can't. I can't.
0: You need like a lens with a a breather hole in it. You know, like a. Well, again, I don't think it would it's, probably undo the.
1: I don't think it's the glasses because okay. The rest of my body is also drenched. Like I think, I don't think it's. You got
0: problems over there, man. I'm just. uh, I'm just glad you're back, though. We missed you last week. We had we we put, sometimes we put together a a throwback episode. I wonder people think about that. I I, sometimes it's fun because you can go like, hey, maybe you missed this one. Yeah, (coughs) I didn't go back too far though.
1: I was supposed to put out a throwback. Almost, I. I Oh, you didn't do it. I didn't feel like it.
0: Wow. So you just left people hanging. We just took a week off. I thought you would have noticed. Oh, I didn't – I just sent you that. You go, hey, find one, and I sent it to you and said, hey, what about this one? Yeah. And then I assumed you did and what then, I asked. And then
1: I just took a nap. <laughs>
0: so what I just said was completely moot. We <laughs> Sorry, didn't, guys. You didn't do a – John just sat and coughed, and he never stopped coughing.
1: I have I have a pretty severe bronchitis. I am five days into an antibiotic and a steroid, and now they're calling me in a second steroid.
0: Uh, but it's not COVID? N-
1: no, I tested have taken
0: it. a COVID test.
1: I tested it. It's not COVID.
0: You give me COVID again, John. Yeah, well... I mean, you didn't give it to me the first time. And I'll be out, out like, of it town. It would be a second time getting it. Right. I'm
1: surprised you didn't give it to me that last time. But <laughs> I, will tom- I will next week be in Buffalo, New York for three days at Kingdom oh, that's Bound right. Festival. Hey, if you're in Buffalo and you want to come to Kingdom Bound Festival at Six Flags... John's
0: going to be speaking and, uh, along with Reggie Dabbs.
1: Yeah, hanging out with Reggie. We're doing some things on Not So Black and White. And you
0: got to play golf, too.
1: I, so I have the broken finger still and I went out yesterday. When do we pull the plug on
0: this finger and just go with the surgery? Just, When's the You mean like amputate or like No <laughs> When do we when do we <laughs> when do we pull the finger on this wait? No you know what I'm saying? Like Because I know you don't want to have the surgery. I don't. But He doesn't he
1: doesn't want me to have the oh, surgery. Oh he doesn't.
0: I he mean, thinks it's he
1: thinks he said, Look, it's get ready. Is it healing? He said it's healing. Okay. He said, "It's." it's he said, healing. hey, make
0: sure you go swing a golf club. He said, hey, it's healing,
1: but it's not all the way healed. Come on, guys. Bro. I mean, if there's not, I mean, seriously, there's so much happening in our lives right now that uh, completely parallel yeah. the spiritual realm. So that not that just how my whole life is right
0: now? But you went to grip a golf club because you're worried. You have this golf thing because Reggie doesn't want to play golf while you're kingdom bound. So you're like stressing it because you're like, what if I can't play golf? This is a big right. deal. You want to go kind of hang out with Reggie and well, not I, be the thing of like, I can't. You know, you don't want to be that guy that holds up the whole golf trip.
1: What I discovered was I can swing a golf club it did not seem to hurt my finger. Mhm. The grip is obviously less And now
0: you're an amazing golfer. Well, would that be something? If the finger was in the way the whole time?
1: Uh, sorry, I think I hit the wrong button. Uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. And and And, and I, it's highly unlikely oh it's highly well, I already told him like I have a great excuse now, right, and I told you like this morning they will all
0: assume mm-hmm. oh
1: john's just John's just hitting the golf ball he's just slicing' because that finger well
0: that's true. you got that built in excuse, yeah, so maybe now you 'll be free in your mind though
1: mm uh, no i've played golf i've been free many times in my mind it doesn 't translate to the club. you always told me the thing but the thing about golf clubs that are so true is that no matter how how much you think you know, or how great your product is? They're yeah. still manually operated. Yeah, it's you like, go buy
0: the same clubs as Tiger Woods, and go. These are Tiger clubs, and they go. Yeah, but you still got to swing it, right? It's a. He could beat you with a log, right? He could have like a tree limb. He could. He probably, could throw
1: a ball if he wanted to further mm-hmm. than you could probably hit it.
0: Yeah. So. That's weird, illegal. Though. You couldn't do that. Yeah, you golf. can't. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. It's the either. steroids, probably. They have a club that I saw the other day that is a. A swingless club where there's a little uh, thing that shop shoots out and shoots the ball. And somebody was like playing a hole with one of those. I don't know what the point of them is, but it looked so fun. There's like a little trigger on the thing, <laughs> and then a little thing, a little piston comes out and shoots the ball. You swing
1: and then it triggers? No, you
0: don't swing it. You just hold it down at the ball, and it's like a piston thing.
1: Why would that be fun? I don't
0: know. Just, you still have to like aim it and, and be.
1: But you're not swinging a club. There's no action. You're pushing a button.
0: Yeah, but it's like a gun. It feels like it combined like paintball and golf, and I don't know one of those things that the thing where you're shooting the water into the clown's mouth to blow up the balloon. Paint golf ball balloon clown. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll work on the name. Well, yeah, we'll work it out. But anyway, it looked Pat, fun and I, patent pending. Yeah, it worked. It looked fun. I don't know. I, why do you have to? Every, do you, you play know? disc golf? No, I can't throw a frisbee oh. uh, to save my life. It always ends up this way and rolls. I Which those count, like you could. But really? eventually, you got to get it in the. You got to break the chains, John. Won't that preach? I Man, come on now.
1: You got to. I throw a frisbee pretty well in terms of keeping it level. I don't throw it long distance very well. But I could teach you how to do the the level thing if you like. I think you would love that to be
0: to be coached. You, can you get behind me and hold my arm and do a? <laughs> Patrick Swayze ghost kind of a thing we could do it
1: <laughs> I, was, I was thinking more like water or uh, uh, oh happy no, yeah happy Gilmore happy Gilmore yeah, yeah. <laughs> tappy tap tap tappy, tap tappy. loosen up your hips yeah <laughs> get off me man
0: yeah yeah like, uh, Tim Hawkins had a pipe dream for a while he was playing disc golf uh, and he had a whole bag on the bus and stuff of different because you know you have they're different for different distances yeah if you're really into it you have all the you have a putter and you have a thing they sure. call them. And uh, I had no idea. And he said, I want to do like a faith-based film. Almost like a parody of faith-based films. But it was going to be called Breaking the Chains. <laughs> and he goes, what I want you to do is help me write like a an 80s yeah. kind of a song. Because he goes, you got the voice. You could be like, we're breaking. <laughs> you know <laughs> that would be the big like hook there's like a big training montage that'd be great. where my disc golf goes from like sideways to s- it starts to level out and yeah. i'm like
1: what you're wearing like really short shorts and a tank top no they're
0: jams remember jams J- okay the-
1: jams and like you have like a, a headband on mm-hmm. and your socks are got stripes you show like a slow motion
0: thing of me tying it behind my head oh would be it'd that's be when awesome. it gets intense yeah Breaking the chains. Look you, for that. You uh, run
1: into like the water feature in the golf course and mm-hmm. jump up and down in the waves. So. Yeah. There's no way. Then waves. I start to
0: sink, but I look up and then I'm.
1: <laughs> this is when the religious part comes <laughs> in. That's yeah. when it comes in. That's my well, salvation you kept experience. You your eyes on Jesus and you are right. able to walk across the water feature. Yeah. Um,
0: then and only then will we break the chains. Anyway, look for that later on Pure Flicks.
1: Oh, that's going to be good.
0: Where fine Christian films are sold.
1: Man, I used to really want to be a plumber. Actually, I don't know if I ever told you this. What? Well, it was just a pipe dream.
0: We'll edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going like, something. I'm like what? I John? had you for a second. Who wants to be a plumber? <laughs> Get out of here. John.
1: Guys, that's. So here's the thing. If Johnny would have said it, you'd be like, oh, it's no. John says it and you're going to go, that's what your dad I've joke. I've
0: got a little thing called uh, self-censoring. <laughs> If I have a
1: little thing called uh, talent. <laughs> yeah, that too.
0: I want to be a plumber. Well, I should have known from that. Nobody sets out to be like, you know, what I really want to okay, do. First of all,
1: you don't know what people set out to do. And it's I think a, it's an listen, actual. It's a, I
0: think they do it, but I think it's because it's a lot of money.
1: Don't I don't think, think
0: it's a dream.
1: You don't think someone loves the idea of plumbing? You know, we can ask our listeners.
0: I don't think they I don't think there's anyone. I don't think any, even a plumber would not think, think this is really what – they would just go, look at my pool. Right. They would say, look at my house. Plumbing. Rooting around in people's filth did this for me. They yeah. would never be like, I can't wait to root around in that filth. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't wait to get in your crawl space and figure out what that leaky faucet is and have a nest of black widows attack me. <laughs> <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> this, is a, this is a worst case scenario listener. yeah i i, I kind of think though
0: have you ever been in a crawl space oh yeah. it is the most panicked you can feel as a human being right
1: well spelunking have you ever been like so oh, growing yeah. up we went to a place in i was a big kid
0: spelunking's not for oh, me oh you'd have been
1: great if you were my youth group we went it's called cumberland caverns it's like the second oh no largest. i know
0: and you go through the one there's always like fat man squeeze okay and you're like, they named it after me. Okay, <laughs> you don't go in there.
1: Well, you have the you have what's called the commercial tour. Now we would okay. stay all night in the cave. Like bring your sleeping right. bag, sleep yeah. in the cave. And you have your commercial tour, and you go, and they have like a light show on the stalactites and all these kinds of things. Yeah. And a stalagmite show. I don't know. <laughs> and
0: so, and then you come, maybe that's what they call. And if they don't call it that, if they, they don't. Should, yeah, that's upsetting,
1: guys. I'm gonna go and I'm going go and buy that URL now. Sell it to them at a high. I hate when inflated... things aren't
0: called a name when they should be called that. Yeah. There was a thing the other day, and it said uh, it was a. There's this account I follow called, called Yup that exists, uh-huh. and it's all these weird products, and it was an ottoman. That folded out and it had little legs on it, and it was the shape of a hippopotamus.
1: Okay, here and we it go. said,
0: "How was this not called a hippopotamus?"
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it wasn't.
0: It just said "hippopotamus ottoman table."
1: How would you put those two words together and not immediately think?
0: Anyway, stalactite show. Go ahead, yeah. light show. So then you come back and you
1: get on like, like straight up hiking. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you like duct tape your boots down. Yeah. You get you know headlamps, not, and we're going now on the wild tour. And it's about, I don't know, four hours.
0: Are there bats and bugs and stuff? I don't, I don't you're remember. you just, is it? Yeah. I
1: don't remember there being But it's that. dark. It's but very it's, dark. Well, you're, you're. Get in, your
0: headlamp on.
1: You have your headlamp or your, you're, you, well, I think I just took a flashlight when I was a kid. But like, you go, and it's, it's super tight squeezes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and this is where Laura and I were talking, she's like, nope. You're in like a, uh, let's just say two foot crawl. Yeah. So you're in a. Basically, a coffin uh-huh. that extends forward and right. backward. And you're in a line.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-mm. And so
1: the guy ahead of you, up, up, you know, 10 people ahead of you, if he gets stuck, then you have to st- sit here in this line. No, no, no. For 10 minutes no. while they try to get him through.
0: That would be it. And for you, me.
1: There's no getting out. Like, you can't go backwards. You don't you know
0: if you have panic disorder as a kid until a moment like that. Triggers it. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, what if you have a kid in your Like, if you took a, a youth group, we never did youth group trips like that, or we took cavern trips, did we? We never no, did anything like no, that. Didn't do it. We did hikes and stuff, but, yeah. but like, you don't know until you get in that scenario, like, oh, turns out my brain's broken in this way. Right. And I can't deal with this. And now you've got a kid panicking.
1: He could hurt himself.
0: Right. That would be me. I don't
1: remember anybody ever panicking. <sighs> um, well, bet- there's that peer pressure
0: of get through it because you want to look cool for the other kids. Maybe that overrides it. Embarrassment adrenaline yeah. kicks in. I don't know.
1: My dad, if he were still alive, I bet he would have a lot of stories because he he's the one who took us a lot. Um, but it was it was um, yeah, that's the thing about about it for me. It taught me early on not. To be claustrophobic, I think. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that claustrophobia or those kinds of panic disorders are something you learn or don't learn.
0: No, that's what I mean. It just comes out. But it became normal
1: for me yeah. to be in a situation like that. You
0: could probably beat. A, you could probably beat a fear like that, though, if you have like a, you're uncomfortable with it, and then you get in a scenario where you're kind of pushed. Right. You could probably get over it. Some people would get claustrophobic because they were trapped in a whatever. They, right. were, they have PTSD from a situation. Right,
1: trauma informed yeah. or, or right. instigated? And yeah. you know, so versus. Something you just naturally have, which I'm not against But if I was in
0: that situation and then I felt anything like crawl on my arm, I'm done. Like that is mm-hmm. your worst nightmare. Well, we
1: would always get into this one big room then. Mm-hmm. And the guide would have everyone, okay, it's kind of like the halfway point, stop. Mm-hmm. And everyone turn off your lights. No. And he would tell you stories of people who explored the cave or whatever, you yeah. know. Yeah. Of course, always some kids always turn their lights back. And they
0: never. On. Oh, right. right, they're a little right. bit.
1: Some other kids are over making it out in the corner, hoping the lights don't come back on. Yeah. You know, and then you have but it's I mean, when it's if you've never been in a cave mm-hmm. where there's literally light does not exist, like that kind of darkness yeah. is a whole thing you can't really describe. Want like that, like want your that. hand in front of your face, want of that thing, you can't see it. So and
0: Um there was the thing in one cavern I remember cuz somebody was telling me the story about it and it was like um, it's muddy and it's like this thick kind of clay mud and they call it like bubble gum
1: yeah that's what they call it bubblegum alley
0: bubble gum alley because people you, you people get shoes caught in it
1: all the time that, so that's why you sometimes you have to tape down your shoes or whatever yeah, okay your shoes would probably come so that off. It is in Cumberland it was yeah. the very end of, of the wild tour mm-hmm. called a bubblegum alley and yes I mean you're standing it sounds like bubble gum like that's what that's part of the deal mm mm-hmm. And it is the stickiest, it's not usually, it's not a very thick mud even at times, Mm -hmm. but it just like, it grabs your shoe and you're trying to like, it just suctions it. Something about its consistency. It's kind of wet, but not so wet that it's like just flowing mud. Yeah. And it just stays that way.
0: I don't like it. I don't like it.
1: I mean, fine. We should go do it. (laughs)
0: One thing I've never done that I really want to do. I was kind of wait, and then I lost the weight, but I didn't do it for a while because I was like, I'm too heavy for this. But then I lost the weight, and I was like, I need to do this. And we still haven't done it. Is uh, whitewater rafting? Yeah, yeah. We should do that. Take our groups and go. I haven't done big whitewater rafting trip. High school, probably middle school. Yeah, it's super dangerous, and we're probably old enough that we could really hurt ourselves.
1: Oh well, that's good news.
0: So that's what you want. Fall out on a. Or they, how do they rank these rapids? F5? No, that's a tornado. What do they say? Uh, I don't recall. They rank them like one through something. I don't... It's a C5? No, that's your vertebrae. <laughs> I jumped out. <laughs> I broke my C5.
1: Right. An F5 tornado showed up while I was in a whatever.
0: Bro, then, it was a rough day. It was, it was a lot. An <laughs> F5 lot tornado came down while I was on a f- whatever, <laughs> five rapid, and then I broke my C5. It was oh, just... Oh, my
1: gosh. I've seen it a hundred times, Johnny. Yeah. And you know what, Listener. Maybe you've seen our podcast a hundred times or listened to it. Maybe
0: you haven't. Maybe your glasses are fogged. It doesn't matter. There's no judgment here. No. Because listen, you're listen, you're working on your own vision impairment uh in your own way. And we're not you're more than a number to us. Right. But we do appreciate you being in our number. Uh, and if you want to increase our numbers, you can go to talkaboutthatpodcast.com. Send that link. Some people share that link, believe it or not, on their social media and go, hey, I listened to this podcast. You should check it out. Yeah. They talk about everything, and it's fun, and yeah. it's kind of deep, too, sometimes, and you'll like it. And then when they share it, people find it, and it helps the algorithm, the almighty algorithm, to find us. So, uh, And leave a review if you want to do that. Talkaboutthatpodcast.com.
1: Yeah, we actually had a listener— uh, reach out this week, and um,
0: they said something nice, or you wouldn't be looking for it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I thought, you know, hey, it's that like was a-
0: the holy rebuke that you got that you couldn't get back a hold of them. I could s- they were like, <laughs> uh, "Watch yourself."
1: Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a. Yeah, hold on, because they actually uh, came across the show because of Johnny. Discovered a couple of years ago when I heard Johnny at the D6 conference. Oh, okay. He, he mentioned an interview with one of my friends on their podcast. Very nice. I listened to an episode. Was hooked. And uh, once we both both discussed our love for the movie Blank Man. (laughs) Wow. So it was Blank (laughs) Man. That's what got him. him. That's what got him. So they enjoy our thoughtful (sighs) discussion, our current events, living out faith, and uh, it served as a great encouragement to them. And so uh, then this person is funnily – that's not a word. Funnily? Humorously says they're now feeling guilty. They're saying all these nice things to me in an email, but they haven't left us a review and a rating. And that's okay, guys. We forgive you. So, uh, but you can go do that now. Leave it ready. Hey, leave us a grade, man. Go, and then go. go
0: watch Blank Man. It's an underrated gem. Oh, my goodness. If uh, you can find it, I don't know where you would find it. And it's also, of
1: those. those of you who I've sent a free book to, Not So Black and White, um, if you haven't let, you know, left that review on Amazon, mm-hmm. man, go do that. That's really helpful for us there. Follow Johnny and all of his socials. Yeah. Best way to do that goes is go his Linktree, probably, right?
0: Linktree uh, slash Johnny W. But my website, JohnnyW.com, also has my tour dates. I have so many cool tour dates coming up that are ticketed events. I have so many private events that I do over the years for like private uh, church events or public. uh, But these are so many public events coming up that are ticketed events. I have one coming up in Nashville, Topeka. I'm in uh, Baltimore. I'm in Green Bay next weekend. There's so much going on. So please check out my website. Get tickets to those events. Come see me. I would love to see you at a show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's such a fun show. Comedy is
0: so much more fun live. It is. It's great, and my I love that people watch my clips and like them, but comedy is like something in the room. It just feels different. Because so. we
1: all get to share it together.
0: We do, and we're yeah. out here now. We're breathing on each other again. It's fantastic, oh, so come out and say that's hello. It's great.
1: Everyone's feeling really great. So. Yeah, except
0: for John. Except for me. <coughs> it's
1: okay. I was tested. I was negative. <laughs> These are not fake coughs, guys. These are no, real. No, that's, a, that's a <laughs> this sad. This sweat is not fake. It is Pat real. Is
0: falling apart over here.
1: But hey, guys, we appreciate you spending the time with us, and hopefully your air conditioning was on the whole mm-hmm. time, and you're not coughing, and you're having a great week, and we'll see you next week
0: on Talk About That.